What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Broad Street Coverage Podcast. Today we have myself, Philly Sports Today, Nate, Philly Sports Gang, Samir, Fly Sixers Fly, Nick, 76 Nation, and after a long time, Alex is back, uh, Philly Eagles only. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the draft and the potential potential targets for the Eagles and also who we think will be drafted uh, around the Eagles. Okay, as most of you guys know, the NFL draft is this week. Uh starts Thursday, April 29th. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars currently hold the number one overall pick, but I think everyone can agree here when we say that uh, Trevor Lawrence is basically a Jaguar right now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. And then we're just going to go down the draft order up until like around where the Eagles are because um, I think that would just give us a sense of some prospects that will be on the board for us. So moving down the list, we have first overall Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. Second overall is looking like Zach Wilson from BYU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically third, overall. Okay. Yeah, third overall yeah. is where like all the variables yeah. start playing. Yeah. So uh, Mac Jones and third overall is pretty interesting because people are saying that Mac Jones, the whole Mac Jones thing is a smokescreen, but like I don't really understand why it would be a smokescreen yeah, in the first be place because like the 49ers aren't benefit anything. Yeah. The only reason I like think that well, I think Justin Fields is gonna get drafted to the 49ers, and I feel like that's the the right choice to make. Um, I mean, I really feel like you can't really go wrong with any quarterback that you pick in that system, just with like the way they like to run. Um, but I think even last year or the year before, whenever they took Kinlaw and Brandon Ayuk, I don't think anyone really expected that to happen. Yeah, that's what I just like a bunch of other names. Yeah. So I feel no like really expected them to trade for Jimmy G. Either. Right. So they they're kind of just like known to do these things like that no one really expects, like, kind of these unexpected things. And, I mean, no disrespect to Mac Jones. I'm sure he's a good player in some regard, but I feel like he's not someone you trade up third overall in the draft. I think Justin Fields is definitely the guy. Yeah, yeah I like, agree with that partially, so, but, like, when you look at Kyle Shanahan's history of, like, quarterbacks that he's used, they, have, they don't really have the skill set that Justin Fields and Trey Lance have. Like, when he was with Washington, he had Kirk Cousins. When he was in Atlanta, he had um, Matt Ryan. And then last year, he obviously had Jimmy G. So, like, he doesn't have experience with a mobile quarterback. Right, I, but I think Justin Fields is a better pocket passer than Mac Jones, and then he can elevate the offense with his running ability. And even Trey Lance, yeah, I would say, I is pretty fair. close with Mac Jones' pocket. Right. I, like, I agree with that, but I'm just saying, like, the type of player that Mac Jones is – it does replicate other quarterbacks that Kyle Shanahan has been with in the past. I don't yeah. know. I just I feel like he'd just be making a big mistake um, trading up to get Mac Jones. Like when he arguably could have been there. For Twelve. We're gonna go through the order, but he, like I don't know. I guess he could go to the. I think it's definitely smart. Broncos, but yeah. Uh, I remember somebody saying that apparently the Niners. Said that they were going to draft Quinn and Williams, and then they obviously didn't. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good so, point as well. I mean, um, it could it could be smoke again because I don't think anybody in their right mind would trade up to three for Mac Jones. Just make any sense. Don't understand why it would be a because they could like, they could trade the up to, they could have traded up to seven or eight for less. 
Uh, well, I, like, what did they have originally? When you think you have your guy, you trade well, off. Yeah, that's, that's, what I, that's what I was about to say. Like, if yeah. they think Mac Jones is the guy at three, then they're going to trade up for him. Yeah, I mean, we did that with Carson Wentz, too, at the time. I don't – I mean, maybe I'm thinking of a different time period, but there's that one point where Carson Wentz was below quarterbacks like Paxton Lynch in, like, the quarterback rankings. I think he I eventually I agree with that, but made it to the top. I don't know if that's comparable. I don't think – yeah, but like, it's like – Mac Jones isn't the type of, like – I don't know. He doesn't have, like, a ceiling like Wentz. No, 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 I get that. But what I'm saying is, like, I'm, it's, a, it's, like, a bad analogy to make. But I'm saying, like, when you think you have your guy, you'll go all in on them. Yeah. That, it's, like, your franchise guy, after all. You put all the pieces that you can to get him. I so, think at Mac number Jones, four. Oh, oh, shit. My bad. I think no. Mac Jones could be all right with the Niners. Mm-hmm. But if they had Fields or Lance, that would just unlock the offense so much. Mm-hmm. Would just yeah. Them yeah. Surefire Super Bowl candidate. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just, uh, I guess you want to absolutely 100% guarantee that you're going to get your guy. So I guess that's why I traded up to Reed. Um, but, but still. Basically, at the third pick, like, it's guaranteed it's going to be a quarterback. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I don't see anyone so moving else. On the, moving on to four with the Falcons, they could yeah. obviously do, like, a lot of different things. They could. Uh, pick Kyle Pitts, maybe. They could pick Sewell. They could go quarterback. Like, they could do a lot of different things, and that's obviously going to affect the Eagles. Well, not really, because, like, I don't think Pitts is going to fall to 12 anyway. Yeah. But they could do a lot of different things. It could I'm... affect the Eagles if they trade back with the Broncos and go back to nine for defense and take someone like Horn or Sertan mm-hmm. or even Parsons. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. How interested people are in Parsons, but um, and then at five, the Bengals are either going to pick Chase or Sewell. It's like pretty. Much I think you have to take Sewell in that case. Yeah, I mean, I, like I don't know if you guys saw that one photo that like of the new Bengals uniforms, but that like scar on Joe Burrow's knee looked really scary. I know that doesn't yeah. mean much, but it's like if you, you can have someone football. like. Yeah, I mean, you can have someone like um, you can have someone like Jamar Chase in your offense. That's amazing. Like it'll be really cool for the Bengals, but it's not gonna mean anything when Joe Burrow has less than a second to get that ball out. I think it's more like, do you want to have a long and healthy career for Joe Burrow, or do you want him to be constantly under pressure and fear that he could get hurt again? Yeah, yeah, like, think of a hole for the Bengals. Yeah. Like they could. That's what I'm saying. They have people like T Higgins and all that, and also. Um, Tyler Boyd is a really underrated receiver. But I do understand where the Bengals are coming from with taking Chase at five, if they do. Because you have to understand, their ta- their biggest issue on the offensive line isn't their tackles. They just signed, I think, Riley Reef um, to play right tackle next year. And they also have Jonah Williams that they drafted just two years ago. So I think that they more so need interior offensive line help rather than a franchise left tackle. I mean, um, Sewell can pretty much play everywhere besides center, I guess. Yeah, but, you, can put Sewell yeah, but you don't know how, how well this is going to translate into the NFL. That's true. So, and, like, maybe I, they don't think it would translate well. So that's right. a good point. Exactly. So, I don't know. I can't blame the Bengals for wanting to take Chase if he's there, especially if Burrow's lobbying for him. 
Like, in my yeah, opinion, yeah. Have to you want to make your franchise guy happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so basically, it's just a toss-up between Sewell and Chase, uh, mm-hmm. which kind of impacts what I thought the Dolphins were going to go at for sixth overall. I thought they were going to go after Jamar Chase. Um, but assuming the Bengals take Jamar Chase, uh, do you think the Dolphins end up with someone like Sewell instead? Or Yeah, I feel like the yeah. Dolphins are just going to take whoever the Bengals don't take. That's how yeah. I see it. Right. Personally, I think the Dolphins will take Kyle Pitts if he um, gets to six. Well, I don't think Kyle Pitts will make it to there. If the if someone trades up to four and the quarterbacks go one, two, four, one, two, three, four, and then the Bengals draft Chase or Sewell, he'll get six. I just, I don't know. I don't really see it because, like, I mean, Gusecki's really good. Like, we made that argument with the Eagles with, like, Goddard, but, I mean, Gusecki's kind of, like, already the same type of player here as Pitts. Well, you gotta understand that Pitts isn't your typical tight end. You can line him up literally anywhere. Yeah, I agree with that. And two, the Eagles drafted um, Dallas Goddard with with Earth in the middle of his prime, and they just Mm -hmm. spammed two tight end sets. So that's probably something that the Dolphins would do if they drafted Pitts. And I think Pitts would be better for Tua than Sewell or uh, Chase would be. Especially I don't think the that. Dolphins would pick Waddle or Smith just because they got um, Will Fuller on a one-year deal. I mean, he's only on one year, but I don't know. I just don't think that they're really options with them, especially what they said about Tua, about how like they think, think Mac Jones was their quarterback. What would you say? I could see them drafting Smith. I don't see them drafting Yeah. Um, and then it's seven. Um, who's at seven again? Lions. I think they're getting the. I think they're getting a wide receiver. Honestly, the next best wide receiver available. Just because um, uh, maybe I'm ill-informed, but I'm pretty sure the Lions lost a good amount of wide receivers this season, like this offseason. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they lost like Galladay. I don't. I think they had Amendola. I don't know what's happened with him. They lost Marvin Jones as well. Yeah, so I think they're gonna just take a wide receiver, uh, but honestly, they could go know. for someone like Rashawn Slater, maybe. Yeah, I feel like they'll do what Nick said. They'll just go best player available. Like, yeah. I don't think they have any like one position locked in mind because like they could pretty much do anything. Like they could take quarterback if it's there. Like I don't think they believe Jared Goff is the future for them. I don't think he is the future for them. Yeah, I mean, typically yeah. I would say that you could definitely go or that the Lions could definitely go quarterback at seven, but their GM that they just hired was a huge player in trading up for Jared Goff when he was oh, with the really? Rams. Yeah. Right. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so there's a connection there. So I don't think that they're gonna um draft a quarterback, even if somebody like Fields or Lance are there. Oh uh, yeah, all right. That's a fair point. I didn't. I yeah. didn't even know that he was involved in that. But yeah, they'll probably, they'd probably still just go best player available. Give Goff a year, and then they're probably gonna have a top five pick next year. So yeah, well, not probably. Mm-hmm. Pretty much guaranteed. Yeah, so if, they, if he stinks again, they can just draft a quarterback next year. Right, and also they have the um the two first round picks from the Matthew Stafford deal that they can use. <laughs> If let's say hypothetically they don't um, have 
a top five pick. They can always trade back up if they wanted to to get one of those quarterbacks. Um, and then moving on to eight, we've got the Panthers who could pretty much do a lot of things. Probably not quarterback now, but they have Darnold. But um, their pick probably affects the Eagles a lot too. Yeah, because I, I think they're going to get J.C. Horn. I, I feel like they'll probably draft him, which definitely throws the Eagles off a little bit. I think they'll mm-hmm. draft Rashawn Slater. I think they'll try to give Donald what he's never had and give him some help. They are like elite weapons with Robbie Anderson, Curtis, or not Curtis Allen, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey. Like they have all that, except they have don't have line. I feel like they'll try to get Donald help and see if he actually has stuff. They could pick Pitts if he's there too, but like we said, Pitts probably won't be there. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think J.C. Horn is the guy there, unfortunately, because I want the Eagles to draft him, but... I mean, honestly, like, this is... You say unfortunately, but honestly, I, I don't want to draft a defensive player just because, I mean, my, maybe my logic is flawed, but I feel like throughout the course of the last couple of years, we've dealt a lot better with mediocre pieces on our defense than we have with mediocre players on offense. Like, I just want to address that offense. I want to get someone... Well, we'll get to the pick soon, but I think. I think it's a good sign if we get someone on offense rather than defense. I'd much yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. um, so coming nine, in at nine is the Broncos, yeah. where yeah, they could go a lot of different directions. They could, if Justin Fields falls to them, they could obviously draft him. Same with Trey Lance. Um, yeah, maybe Nick, I'm not a Broncos fan, but maybe yeah. offensive line. Um, if Rashawn Slater is there, obviously, um, they could also go maybe. Linebacker if Micah Par- if they like Micah Parsons or Jeremiah Usakormora. So there are yeah. a lot of options for the Broncos at nine. Nick, yeah. like Nick is the I'll Broncos fan. So. Nick, what think, do you think as well? I think if we don't trade up, we'll probably trade back and try to go for Jeremiah Usakormora. That's who I hope for at least. Um, Rashawn Slater would also be a good pick. Because yeah. Juwan James hasn't played in, and he's always injured. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff that could potential do. trade back with the Eagles. Could be. Hopefully. Um, and moving on to ten, we got the Cowboys. <laughs> Pretty much guaranteed to take a corner. Like there's, unless they decide to spite us and draft another wide receiver ahead of us. But <laughs> I, might, I doubt they, they will do that. They're yeah. pretty much guaranteed to take the corner. I think they're going to take Sertan. Yeah. yeah, it sounds but, like Sertan or um, J.C. Horn, if, if Horn is there. But the thing that worries me next is 11th overall, which is the, the New York Giants. I think there's someone that could end up taking a wide receiver. You know, just give Daniel Jones another weapon. Give him no excuses, yeah. basically. I think they're going to take someone like – it's a, it's really a toss-up. The way that I see it is I'm not too familiar with who's better between the two. Um, I know I've talked to like Nick about it, but I think it's really just a toss-up between Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle uh, for the Giants. Or, or I think they could take Slater. That's true. They could. Well, I don't know. I, I guess Jalen Phillips get rumored to them too. Also, yeah, I think really? Phillips could go there. I think Mike Parsons mm-hmm. would be a really good fit there as well. Um, I don't think I don't think they go corner or safety. Obviously not safety. Yeah. Um, I don't think they go corner. Um, 
But yeah, Slater, Parsons, Phillips, um, and Devontae Smith and Waddle, I think those are the big five for the Giants at 11. And then here we are at pick 12, the Eagles. Um, like, just going over um, what we've talked about, it's pretty much a guarantee that, like, one of um, Smith, Waddle, uh, Sertain, and Horn are there. Like, it's possible that they're not, but I think at least one of those four players will be there. Um, and at that point, I think it's just a matter of matter of who's there, and then we just need to pick them. Yeah. I mean, I don't really think you can go wrong with either Sertain or Horn or between Smith and Waddle. Um, personally, I would like to go wide receiver, but I wouldn't be too yeah. upset with the cornerback. I just think that I think we owe it. And I, was, I was really mad when we traded back until like I got the full details and realized we basically have three first rounders next year. I was kind of mad about like the whole trading down from uh from sixth overall Six. because I was basically like I was like I, I felt like Hertz deserved that shot another year and he especially like deserved it with proper weapons. Uh mm-hmm. someone like Jamar Chase would definitely have been huge. I think Jamar Chase would have been a perfect compliment for how Rager plays in his play style. But um yeah, I really hope we get someone like Waddle or Smith because I definitely do think that we deserve and Jalen Hurts deserves a chance to play with like the best weapons that he can get potentially and prove himself. Yeah, I, I agree, agree with um, what you're saying, Samir. Um, so I got a question for you guys. If the Eagles landed somebody like Quiddy Pay at thir- or uh, sorry, not at thirteen, at twelve. What would you guys' reactions be? I probably would just turn off the TV and go to bed. yeah. Just that would just bed. ruin like. I think I, think I actually might. Week. I, yeah, I might be depressed. Like honestly, <laughs> I was already depressed when we traded down and did like or my hopes of getting Jamar Chase went away. But if we actually drafted someone like him, and he's a great player, but that we don't need defensive line. Like I haven't really. Yeah. Well. I don't know. We cut. We could use an edge, just not a twelve. Like I don't know. I haven't really done my research on the the alignment in this class, but Very I just dead. feel like picking them at twelve would just be a mistake, especially like Quiddy Pay, because I see a lot of like bad things as much as I see good things about him. I don't know. It just it would just be a huge mistake in my opinion. The edges are kind of deep, but the interior D line is not deep at all. It's very bad. Yeah. I wouldn't even mind if we came out of this draft without like an interior team lineman. Like we have Cox for the foreseeable future and Hopgrave. We yeah. need an edge more than anything because Barnett is either going to get extended or probably just leave next offseason. Yeah, and then you have Josh Sweat who he looked good last year. He looked really good last year, but I don't know. He I just can't just... play a lot of snaps because of his like. Yeah, because it's D. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. If I just, I don't think I could sit there and just watch this draft another edge. Or just, I don't know. Um, I just want a wide receiver. And about... also, I don't want a, I don't want an offensive lineman. Like, like unless it was Suo, but I feel like that's such a boring position to draft. Especially, like, I feel like we have solid pieces there already. Like, um, Jack Driscoll looked pretty good in the time that he played. Um, there's another guy who I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting. Jordan Mulata. No, no, I, I know him, of course. I'm talking okay. about the other. He's the, the other white guy. Um, Kerbig. 
Herbert, Herbert yeah, yeah, the fat guy, yeah, the little <laughs> Herbert, like <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't really feel like O line is like a big like need at twelve. Just like obviously Brooks and um, Lane and Kelsey are all aging, but I just I just don't think that we should uh, pick them there because we've got young guys who stepped up last year and played well enough. Right, and, and obviously we have later picks in this draft. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we have a bunch of later round picks that we could always just use to get it like a diamond in the rough offensive lineman or something. But I've seen like a couple reports that like uh, so-and-so fall beyond like a certain point that the Eagles might trade up and get him. Like one name that I saw thrown in was Justin Fields. Um, How would you guys feel if on draft night we traded up and we took Justin Fields? Well, personally, I'm a huge Justin Fields fan. Um, So, I mean, like I wouldn't be mad by it. I definitely wouldn't be excited by it. Um, but I'd be intrigued for sure. I feel like if the Eagles believe that they have an upgrade, you have to take it. Um, especially if um, if he's there and he's falling. Like, let's say he falls to, to eight and you want to jump the Broncos so you trade up with the Panthers. Um, yeah. I feel like if you believe you have an upgrade, you should do it. That's just my opinion, especially at quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I... I definitely get that logic. Um, like, my opinion is I just want to give Hurts a chance. Um, so I would... That's the thing. I'm kind of disappointed by it, but, like, if Justin Fields turned out to be, like, a really great pick for us, I wouldn't be mad, obviously. But it's just not what I would prefer to do. Yeah, I, I agree with giving Hurts a chance. Um, I just think he's earned a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, for sure. but but again, like like uh, Alex says, um, if Sirianni for a first year coach coming in with the guy that he's in love with, I mean, I don't know, and uh, basically growing together, uh, that yeah. could that could be interesting too. Um, it's like a Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz love story all over again. Right, exactly. Um, I have one question, though. Why do people yeah. act like Jalen Hurts deserves that, a chance? Like, he was extremely I, he, I don't understand how he doesn't last deserve year. a chance. I don't get how he doesn't either. I mean, I, the way that I saw it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, I, I mean, can like, just say he's a pretty below average quarterback. Why? Oh, because. Okay, okay, okay. I, all right, um, sure. Okay, fine. Like, if you want to look at uh, advanced numbers or something. That. But I think that – I think he proved that he – he didn't prove that he's a capable starter, but he proved that he can win ball games. He proved that he'll, he's, he's willing to put his body he on the line. He can make – He, can he make won't give up on the team. He has to make throws. I just don't understand why he wouldn't get one more team, why he wouldn't. Get I mean, two. yeah, but he played four games. That's not okay. Enough I know, but here, let me – evaluate a player. Here, let's think about it That's, this it's way. It's not okay? enough time to evaluate he, a player, but why does he not deserve a chance? We because threw. he didn't play, because he's a second round pick and he shouldn't have been starting. If Carson Wentz wasn't terrible, he wouldn't be in the game. In the and first place. and the thing is, he played he played well given the circumstances. Yeah, yeah. This like, is, okay. I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I don't care if they I mean, the still, way that this the way that like I see it at least is I saw someone who, too. 
I saw like a team that looked pretty broken. Uh, just they didn't really look like they knew what they were doing out there. And you throw this second round rookie in there who's just meant to sit on the bench all season. You throw him in there and all of a sudden the team rallies around him. I and mean, you saw like the difference in like how the team was playing. Uh, and I don't know. I feel like Hurts just really gave it his all. I mean, I know it doesn't sound like a valid justification, but worst case scenario, we have three first round picks next year. If Jalen Hurts doesn't work out, you can always trade up and get someone like Sam Howell. But I think he does at least deserve exactly another shot. Yeah, because like I feel he does deserve another shot. I mean, I why wouldn't think he? he does. Why wouldn't? Oh no, I just don't feel like I just don't think that it's that Jalen Hurts is entitled to have the starting job. No one says he's entitled to. I'm not saying he's entitled, but I hate the people. I hate the people. I'm not saying like the woke woke crowd, but the people that are trying to bring up advanced stats in a four-game seat in a four-game sample size for a guy who got thrown into the fire as a second round. Like, you know what I mean? He like, just got thrown I don't know, in I don't think... He took, like, no reps with, like, the first team in, like, the offseason, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, you're he right. basically just didn't have an offseason with the, like, with the starters. Yeah, I so just I, I don't know. I just I agree. I mean, I I I think he deserves a chance, but like I said, if we're really in love with the quarterback that's not named Mac Jones, then yeah, I I guess I wouldn't be too upset. Yeah, like I mean, obviously no one's saying that he's entitled to saying. I mean, if if they draft another quarterback like Justin Fields and so be it, they'll battle it out in camp or something, but I think what we're trying to say is that he's at least shown us enough that he deserves at least another shot to prove himself and like why he could be the starting quarterback. Because I think just given the situation that he was, he was kind of just thrown recklessly into that situation. I mean, like the team was just bad. The system was broken. I mean, you even saw the way like our players were being used. I mean, I, I think Alex, you posted it. Um, Jalen Rager was targeted like 17 times out of like 512 plays, like where he was designated to get the ball. So it's like it was a system where they were just misusing their players and you kind of threw Hurts in there and he just gave it his all. I mean, he fought, he like kept on running, tried to get every first down. So I think he's just shown enough like in terms of like his aggression, his attitude and his like demeanor that he should at least get another shot to play out there. Mm -hmm. My thing is, I just find it weird how the last two games of the season, people love to forget those. And especially when people started to have film on Hurts and they started figuring him out. That's people. I'd love to forget that, but they just. I would not bring up. I mean, you're bringing up the Redskins or the football. Yeah, team? I mean, he won us the Redskins. Game how many people much. were out in that game? I'm talking about the Cowboys game as well. We had like five drops. The Cowboys game was rough. Yeah, but again, it was his what third? I guess third game. Second game. Really really no, when a backup quarterback third, comes third in game. Game. the first Actually. time and they don't have film on them, that's why they start driving and the game gets interesting again. And then they finally got film on him. And he well, him. what about the, the Saints game and the Cardinals game? They didn't have, they film, didn't on have film on him. How did they not have film on him? It was his first because game. Because he didn't play an NFL snap yet. The Cardinals, for the Cardinals, he did. The Cardinals they, game. Okay, they didn't have much like film. They didn't have enough film to evaluate him. Okay, so, so they didn't have film to evaluate him in the Cardinals game, but then they magically have all this film in the Cowboys game. Maybe it was just a bad game. Like I, I also I abandoned the run in that game in the second half. Like just completely stopped running the ball when it was working. Like we were driving on the field. You can thank Doug for that by running the ball, and we just stopped doing it. 
Also, pretty sure our defense did our defense not collapse in that Eagles Cowboys game, or am I think like our am I defense thinking absolutely of collapsed in that game? But yeah, it, I mean, also, it also created a turnover. For some didn't it create two turn? Didn't we create two turnovers or just one that we couldn't capitalize on either? I'm pretty sure this might have been the game Gallup had 300 yards or something. Yeah, something it was. Something like that. Yeah. Didn't Slay have a pick in that game? Yeah, he, did, he did, but that was like, yeah. Okay, we lost 37-17. to 17. Um, Let's see, let's see. Michael Gallup had, okay. Michael Gallup, six receptions for 121 yards, two touchdowns. Mari Cooper, four receptions, 121 yards. C.D. Lamb, three touchdowns, or three receptions for 65 yards and a touchdown. So, just... Also, keep in mind, Andy Dalton was playing quarterback and Ezekiel Elliott 105 yards on top of that. So this doesn't seem like something I would solely blame on Jalen Hurts. I mean, could he have well, played better? No, sure. no. I don't think, I don't think I mean, the loss is blamed like on Jalen Hurts, but he was, he was bad. He was bad. And he did uh, that, that – I can't remember which one it was. I think it was an interception off the turnover. That was just really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, he still – like. I don't know. So because he played bad in the Cowboys game, he, he doesn't deserve another chance. Like I don't know. I think I mean, he should be given the benefit of the doubt because he was a second round rookie playing his first four games. He didn't have like an off season with the team. Like yeah, obviously, that's what I'm like yeah. I just don't Nick understand how four how... games is enough for people to not want to take a quarterback if if one is there at four or if Justin we're Fields not saying, starts falling. We're not saying that like we're not saying we wouldn't want to. We just. Would prefer to do other things. Like there's mm-hmm. bigger needs that I think need to be addressed on a quarterback. Like we have a quarterback that we know can play, but I don't know. Like about there, we know he can play. He okay, played four games. Is, like okay, you want to say that he played four games? He also didn't have an entire off season to play with our offense. So like, sure they might have gotten film, but Hurts probably like the first time Hurts threw a football to Jalen Rager against the Packers. That was probably the first time he's thrown it to him in like. Maybe his entire career since he's been drafted by the team. Also, yeah, but the thing is, next year's quarterback class is very, 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 very weak. This year's is well, guess what? Yeah, exactly. If you want to say that, that it's weak, we also at pick twelve or even at eight. That is a huge upgrade over Hurst. You take it because you're not guaranteed a top pick next year, and you're not guaranteed a good quarterback. We have three firsts, though. That's what I was going to bring up. Well, the up, thing like, is, Alex if we don't have earlier. a top pick, if we don't have a top pick next year, that probably means Hurst is pretty good. So you can be yeah that too twenty touchdown sixteen interception guy and you go seven and ten or something like that get twelfth pick okay but if he's average while well, Justin Fields it. okay so you said that bring up okay you said that like okay maybe the draft okay the draft class isn't good next year but the thing is if that's the case then we have Hurts for two more years on a cheap contract that we could if we wanted to we could just ride it out but. The way that I see it is, if we really need to, we can just trade up next year. Despite how bad the draft class might be for quarterbacks, I think that those three first-round picks are there and definitely could be used. Um, what I wanted to bring up is how earlier um, Alex said, like how the Dolphins—not the Dolphins, the Lions—will give like Jared Goff a chance, and they have like extra first so they can trade up and get a quarterback with next year. Well, how can you not apply that same logic to the well, Eagles with Jalen Hurts? Okay, I didn't say that at all. I only said that because their new GM worked with the Rams and helped trade up for Goff. I didn't say that. I didn't use that as logic. It wasn't an opinionated okay, statement. So it was a factual just, statement. Why can't we use the logic that our is it who's our quarterbacks coach was like basically someone that Jalen Hurts calls uncle? Like it's that almost that type of logic, not to that extent, but 
the not fact that like, you have someone okay, but you still have like someone that's close to the current quarterback that's okay, working. But Brian Johnson didn't help trade up for Jared, for Jalen Hurts. That's not even close. No one helped to trade up for Jalen Hurts. They just picked him. I know for, that's what I'm saying. For whatever reason, but yeah. Um and Jared Goff is making what like thirty something million dollars a year. It's not like he can just dump his contract. Well he gets still on the bench. Right, exactly. Exactly. You're just eating the money on the bench. Like that'd be pointless. I mean, what else are the Lions gonna do with that money? Let's be real here. Try to prove. Um, all right, I guess we should move on from that topic. Yeah, I mean, another uh, one. To... Well, yeah, Jack, what's up? We're not, uh, are we going through the rest of the draft or? Uh, I wanted to talk about like potential like trade back. Trading scenarios for the oh, oh, okay. Okay, so, so like... um, go ahead, Samir. Oh, no, I was just going to lead us into the next part, or if you want to do that, it's cool. No, go ahead. No, I have to leave soon because I got school tomorrow morning. Okay, okay, we'll, we'll wrap this up. Then. Um, Okay, so obviously an alternative solution, we just talked about trading up for someone like Justin Fields. Another possibility is to trade down. Uh, I don't know to where, but I'm assuming the only situation we trade down in is if the people that we wanted, such as like Waddle, Smith, Horn, and Sertan are just gone. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you guys think about trading down? Um, I would not I feel like we get that personally. Go ahead, like explain. Alex, because I was just, um, gonna, just, I, just I don't think you would get the value. I I don't know. I feel like if, if Horn, Sertan, um, uh, Waddle and Farley or not Farley, excuse me. Um, who's the last guy I'm forgetting? Smith. If they're yeah, gone, yeah. I feel like th- there would be another player who's worth taking at twelve. Whether that's Slater or Fields or well, Fields won't be there at twelve, but another player will be there. <laughs> Um, I just don't think I don't know I just don't think that you can trade out of that spot you don't have a lot of talent you have to get somebody who you know is prob- or has a good chance of being a really good player in the league you can't keep trading back and expecting to find better players especially when your GM doesn't have a good resume at drafting that's a really good point I wanted to bring up like one scenario that I was like I heard on the radio today um, it was like, what if the Bears, like, what if a QB falls, like, or what if, like, Mac Jones is at 12 and the Bears, like, really like them and they wanted to trade up from 20 to 12 and they gave us, like, another first and we selected someone like Bateman, maybe, at oh, 20. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Like, what would you guys, what would you think about that? Now, that I would like because you're getting an extra first. And, and you get a Bateman fan. But, like, if you're trading with the Patriots or something like that, you're probably not going to get a first from just moving back three spots. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I probably... Like, I really didn't want to trade back from six in the first place. Yeah, but so. here we are. Like, we're going to have to deal with it. We also got a first out of it. But, I don't know. I, I'm just really anxious to see what we do end up doing. I think an interesting option would be if Max Jones is falling out of the top 10 and the Bears want him, they trade up to 12, and then the Eagles draft Caleb Farley if he's falling with his back yeah, issues. Yeah, I would love that, that definitely. Bateman could be there, too. Mm-hmm. I think they have a lot of options at, at 20, while also yeah. other, other uh, picks. 
But yeah, what Alex said, like trading back with the Patriots, like probably wouldn't be like a good option. But at the end Just of the day, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we have some type of leverage over the Patriots just because it's them wanting their quarterback. We might be able to milk a first-round pick, but like you guys said, it might be hard to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I like the I like the idea of trading back if we were to get like a first-round pick and we were able to draft someone like Rashad Bateman. But other than that, I don't know. It's just like. Trading from the first place, I was just mad from trading from six to twelve because mm-hmm. I felt like sixth overall was such like a Howie proof pick. Like you can't mess it up. Like there's Jamar Chase and there's Kyle Pitts, don't mess it up. But now it's mm-hmm. like, oh, there's Devonta Smith, there's Jalen Waddle, there's J.C. Horn, there's there's Patrick Sertain, don't mess it up. And then there's also the possibility of trading for Justin Fields, don't mess it up though. And then you want to move down eight more positions to twentieth overall, where just where like the pool just completely opens. And just like you guys said, given like the track record that Howie Roseman has, I don't think he's someone to be trusted with a later round pick like that. Twentieth overall, I really don't think. I mean, twentieth overall was uh, was that when we drafted Rager last year? Twenty first. Twenty first. Twenty first. Yeah, there we go. I mean, I mean, actually, in my defense, I think Rager's still a very talented player if utilized. He's always going to be known. He's always going to be known as the guy who got picked one spot ahead of Jefferson, though. Yeah, which is unfortunately not his fault at all. I don't it's not, I feel, I feel bad, bad that he has point. to live up to that. Like you guys have seen all the stuff he's done on like social media. I mean, a lot of people just see it as weird, but I genuinely feel really bad for the guy. I mean, I'm really every day well, obviously he's an eagle, but like in a more and a more, more than just as a human. I don't know. I think he's gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I can't really say he's gonna be good, but. I think he can be uh, definitely solid. So um, beyond the first round, uh, we have pick 37. We have pick 70, uh, pick 84. So I don't know. Um, it really, for me, my, the second round pick who we get just depends on what we get in the first round. So, for example, if we were to get someone like J.C. Horn or Patrick Sertain, a cornerback, I definitely – Definitely want to prioritize getting a wide receiver. And I don't know what, who you guys are thinking about, but for me, it's uh, Terrence Marshall from LSU. I think that would be a good fit. Yeah, I think Terrence yeah, Marshall but... or Diet Brown would be my top two at 37. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like Nick said, I would be... love Diami Brown at 37. Kadarius Tony, too, if he's somehow option. there, I would love that. Um. Uh, for corners, like let's say we go wide receiver round one, uh, there's Asante Samuel, but like a lot of people question like his fit in like Sirianni's like defense, um, just because he's not like a like big corner, he's mm-hmm. kind of on the smaller side. Um, maybe Eric Stokes. Yeah, I like Eric Stokes a lot. Yeah, Tyson uh, Campbell do. as well, the other Georgia corner. Mm-hmm. Tyson Campbell. Yeah, he's nice. The Debo. I like Elijah Molden. A lot of good corners. Elijah Molden's more of a slot guy, though. I don't really know if he can play outside. I'm I'm yeah, mainly so. looking for an outside corner, obviously. But uh, like getting a slot corner would be cool too, because I just I don't believe in Avante Maddox at all. As an outside um, corner, for me at least. I don't believe him in. I don't believe in him as a slot corner either. 
I, I really don't think he's a good player. Disagree with that. But if anything, he has Fortnite streaming to fall back on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, <laughs> we get... Cop. Kind of... Yeah. <laughs> this guy's playing uh, with Karenic Cop. That's crazy. We get... um, If, like, let's say we don't pick a corner in, like, the second round, we get uh, Tay Gowan later in the draft also. I think he would be mm-hmm. a good pick. Yeah. Um... We also, an underrated thing to talk about is we could trade up into the first round with our second round pick. Yeah. And maybe one of our thirds. Yeah. But I don't know. That would definitely be. I would love trading up back to the first, especially if you can get Bateman or Jeremiah Lucy Cornwall. Oh, God. If we could get someone like Bateman. Yeah, that would be amazing. Who are some uh, linebackers we could get? Maybe Jabril Cox. Jimmy Davis has been flying. Jimmy Davis, yeah. Um, if he's there at thirty-seven, I feel like that's the one hundred percent pick. You can't pass on him. Mm-hmm. Ideally, I want to go wide receiver slash corner round one, and then at thirty-seven, either go wide receiver or corner, obviously, or maybe linebacker, like Nick said, if Jimmy Davis is there. We could pick him. I don't really like. I'm not really looking for a linebacker as badly now that we signed uh, Eric Wilson, which I think was a really good signing. And like our linebackers, like weren't that terrible last year. Besides Nate Gary, mm, or Cole Kaplan. Oh, yeah. Alex Singleton had some flashes. Oh no, he I mean yeah, but that's pretty much it. Everybody else. Yeah. Terrible. I like the little I bit of like Gary I still want a linebacker. He shadowed over everybody or how awful the entire unit was. That's true. Yeah. Except Singleton. Singleton was actually like really solid for us. Mm-hmm. Hey, he turned out to be that diamond in the rough. But if we don't on the Canadian football league, I had um thirty-seven. Then we could. I, I would prioritize prioritize one at seventy or eighty-four. We also pick like a safety maybe in a later round. Yeah, Andre Cisco. I mean, Anthony Harris is like what twenty nine. Yeah. Um, Andre Cisco, um, the guy out of Syracuse, the guy I like a lot. He's coming off an ACL tear, but he's a really mm-hmm. talented player. Um, I think he'd be a perfect fit in our scheme as well. I love him. As, um, at I think. Is it 84 or 70? 84? One of those two yeah. third-round picks. One of those two. Yeah. What about um Jamar Johnson? I've been hearing his Don't know a lot about him. But... Um, and then, what what pick do we have in the fourth round? What, um, one, we have third? 123, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I really don't know what we could do there. Um... Honestly, I was thinking of running back. I was thinking, yeah, um, hey, the guy out of yeah. uh, Memphis, Mississippi State, Kenneth oh. Gamewell. I think that would be a yeah, really good fit. Maybe Chuba. He's that would be good. Far down. Well, at least he's projected to go a lot later than he should. Honestly, um, very talented. Where's Sam Elling- Ellinger projected? A- I doubt he's drafted. If he if he does, it'll be the seventh. I feel like he's someone the Eagles should just sweep up seventh overall just to have. I don't know. 
Um, maybe we go an edge in the fourth round, too. Yeah. There's like, a dude from Ohio State. 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 I would love that. Shaka Tony out of Penn State. I would love that. Um, O line could be a possibility, maybe in a later round. Definitely, no. We're definitely going to take an O lineman at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're 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 not making all eleven picks too. Like we're definitely going to make some trades. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely around. trade up somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping but, we hit on one of these late round picks. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just frustrating because the draft is like that time where you're you get these cheap players that are meant to contribute for your team. But I just feel like that really just hasn't been the case for us. I mean, there are some players who will come here and there that do contribute, but I'm just like waiting for someone like Quez Watkins to just break out and become like a huge contributor for that team. Cause I don't know. It's just frustrating. We don't really hit on these draft picks as much as like, I think other teams do. So I don't mm-hmm. know. It'll be. Hopefully we hit on these. It's hard to mess up in this situation. But it's Howie Roseman at the end of the day. Okay, that's just about going to wrap it up for our NFL draft uh, episode. We're really anxious to see what the Eagles and obviously the Broncos are going to do. Next Broncos. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, just stay tuned Thursday through Saturday. And we'll see what happens.